0: Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink on the campus of Merrimack College. The score at the end of the first period of play. Merrimack leads RPI 2 nothing. Second day of the Turkey Leg Classic uh, here in North Andover. Mike Mackin with Nate Bridges and John Leahy. Well, John's the man of the hour. He's here, the uh, star of the night here. John Leahy, his 500th career broadcast here, uh, calling games for Merrimack. John, i got to ask you, first of all, you remember game number one? I do. It was on Bowling Green, Ohio. In fact, it was Mark Dennehy's
1: first game as head coach. Merrimack went out there and won 3-2, to two and... Uh... The rest is history, as they say. It was quite a road trip. Went out to Bowling Green in Michigan those first two games, and the second game didn't go all too well. But yeah, I remember the first one like it was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, How how was the trip to get out there? That was nice. You know, my first flight in college hockey. So, uh, uh, well, actually, I should amend that. They offered me uh, They didn't offer me the chance to fly out, so I had to drive out on that trip. So I went out, drove out to Bowling Green. And Michigan, and uh, you know, I wanted to make a good first impression on Merrimack, so I guess it helped.
0: <laughs> well, uh, c- certainly some memorable road trips over the years, right? Do you remember? Remember getting stuck in uh, in uh, at Notre Dame, getting getting stuck on that trip, the the blizzard uh, in the Chicago airport.
1: Yeah, I do. You know, we were, we were supposed to fly home, I believe, on a Sunday after a weekend at Notre Dame. With Chicago had terrible weather, lightning and whatnot, and uh, bad weather. We had to stay the night over, and uh, Matt
0: LaMoffa did a great job organizing everything. So that was one of the more memorable ones for sure. I was going to say Matt Lamalfa uh, really came through in the pinch there. Uh, somehow, somehow he was able to find a, a hotel with enough rooms for all of us there in the mid- right in the middle of Chicago, not far from the airport. So that worked out pretty well. Got to be most memorable season has got to be 2010, 2011 uh, when the team won 25 games, went to the NCAA tournament, went to the Hockey East Championship game. What do you remember from that season? I remember all of it to be honest with you. Just
1: the, the fun of being in the Garden, which I had not been to the Garden with Merrimack before. Being able to play BC in that championship game. And uh, I also remember at the end of that regular season going up to Maine and getting smoked. And then the playoffs came around, you know, playing UNH at the Garden, uh, being able to win that one, and uh, toe-to-toe in BC, and then going up to uh, New Hampshire and uh, playing uh, Notre Dame up in Manchester, and a lot of people feel, myself included, that Merrimack had won that game, maybe they would have won the whole thing, I know Jack Parker felt that way, I talked to him after, uh, and uh, that was just quite a season,
0: quite a season, best I've ever uh, experienced. Yeah, I mean, certainly uh, quite a team, Stefan DaCosta, Chris Barton, Joe Cucci, uh, Joe Canada, Carl Stolry, you know a lot of guys are gonna go down among some of the best that have played here uh, but it's interesting right because you saw it from really the the, the bottom of the uh, the, the depths of, of, of the barrel whatever however you want to put it three win season 37 goals scored in 34 games and they go from that in a few years to you know as you said Hockey's championship game and NCAA tournament Uh great for you that you had a chance to experience that. You know, and it makes you appreciate it more when you've
1: gone through the lean times. Remember, I remember that three-win season. I remember one of the wins was over UNH. And I, I just remember that uh, being at the Guard, being a part of that whole spectacle, was uh, just, it was a reward. It was a reward for the lean years. And uh, it, was, it was special. It was just really special. In
0: retrospect, at what point in that season do you remember saying, wow, We have a chance at this thing.
1: I, I thought we were solid right from the get-go, and uh, I think when we got to the middle of the year, I saw the momentum gaining. And in spite of that, that two-game sweep up in Maine, I still knew it was a special team. I knew they had what it takes. And uh, you know, the, the win over UNH in the playoffs was special, and uh, I really thought they could beat P C, You know, in that championship game, it was uh, it, it was terrific to watch. And I just remember how special it was. And I know, Mike was with me, of course, and uh, it was just such a special feeling. and,
0: and And I wouldn't trade that for anything. You know, I think that was the same season that uh, Merrimack played a couple of games at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, the home of the Nashville Predators. Uh, Had to be one of your highlights in terms of rinks to get to call a game in. What other places uh, stand out to you?
1: Well, let's see, uh, Nashville was special. You know how much I love the music, so, I mean, that, that that's a cool place to visit. But, you know, going out to Alaska was special. You know, that's not something that you get a chance to do all the time. Uh, Denver was nice, going out there a couple of uh, couple of games. I've been out to Denver twice. Florida, been down there for the tournament, uh, down in Estero, Florida. So, uh, to me, you know, every game is special, no yeah. matter where it is. Financial Center, too, New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. So, been in a few NHL rinks. And, uh... That, that's always special. It kind of gives you hope that you know there might be uh, a future opportunity to work in the in the big level. But anytime you get to
0: do a game in an NHL rink, it's a lot of fun. But but they're all special. Looking at the places that, you know, I guess, Hockey Easter rinks. Let's talk about that because, uh, you know, that's every year, or in some cases like Vermont and Maine, it's every other year, but regularly going to the same places over and over again. What's your favorite place, favorite rink in Hockey East to call a game from? Oh, that's a great
1: one. If you're talking, if you're talking in terms of atmosphere, you've got to go with Maine. I mean, the fans are right on top of you. It's special. It's electric. Uh, I love BU. uh, Nice spacious press box there. I love Lowell, uh, even though it's a little more cramped there than it's been in the past. But uh, uh, every rink has its own special nuance, and uh, I'm just so thankful to be doing the games, and uh, uh, I think they're all special in their own way.
0: Well, it's been. Uh, it will have been. This is the 15th year, if I'm right, that you've been you've been calling the games here. Uh, who are two or three, or or maybe more of the, the best players that you've seen play here, both both for Merrimack and for other teams? Plus, the cost immediately comes
1: to mind. Uh, record-breaking each season he had in 2010, making it over to Ottawa in the NHL. Uh, you go back to that 2010 team, you know, you can pick virtually anybody. You know, Mike Collins was was terrific, uh, certainly in goal. Joe Kanata, best goaltender I've seen in my 15 years here. Uh, I was impressed with Jack Eichel at BU, uh, the way he came on uh, strong in the one year he was uh, in, the, in college hockey, but... Uh, you know, like I said, every team has its own uh, own superstar in its own way, and you uh, know I've been fortunate to see a lot of them over 15 years.
0: We're getting close to the point in an interview where usually you would uh, you'd be giving me the signal four minutes, right? We're getting to that point. Four minutes left in the intermission, so I'll leave you with. Uh... Uh, with this question, what's the best thing about doing this? What what makes you come back year after year to call the games here? Well, I have a pretty darn good color
1: announcer, and that makes my job pretty darn easy, you know. Uh, that. I know it's been one game, but thank you so much. <laughs> Dave. you know how I feel about you. But, uh, no, Mike, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that uh, I've had the chance to work with you for so long. I honestly believe that you make me better. You keep me on my toes. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's... Terrific for me to have the opportunity to work with a real pro. I love everybody in Hockey East. I love all the broadcasters. I, I love you know all the people I come into contact with. Uh, but you know, having you here has kind of elevated my game, and it, it's 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 important for me to recognize what you do here as well. So I'll always be grateful to you for that. Well, and likewise. And so, did you have any idea there about the the presentation, the jersey? None. You know, when I when I came into the rink tonight, it was business as usual. I have a game to prepare for. Uh, I mentioned to Merrimack because I thought that's something they would want to be aware of, but it's, it was business as usual. You know, a Merrimack RPI that was my focus, but to see that was really warm my heart. And I'm grateful to everybody, including yourself,
0: who had a part in that. Well, thanks a lot, John. Uh, 500 down, uh, hopefully 500 more to go. Nate, great to see you always, well, as, nice as always. Mike. Thanks for having me here tonight. <laughs> All right, Nate Bridges, John Leahy, our guest here. I'm Mike Macknick. We're going to step aside here now and we'll be back. And John and Nate will recap the first period with Merrimack leading RPI 2 to nothing. Back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.